When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, how I work this shit? Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. We got a full squad today, folks. We got Trevon Edwards. We got Mo Dakil. We got James Edwards III. And we got Jay King. And we've got... Yeah, but... Yo, how I work this shit? Bruh. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the basketball buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang! With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writers. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. But for whoever leaked the video, it did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. To the world. To the world. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show Podcast, Basket Buds Edition. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Trevon Edwards. We got Mo Dakil. We got Jay King. And we got your Western Conference Preview Show. That's right. I don't want to betray any confidences. I don't want to dismiss anybody else's work. This is the only thing that matters in previewing. Sorry, John Hollinger. Sorry, no dunks. (laughs) Sorry, everybody else on the internet. This is it. This will get you ready for the Western Conference and nothing else. That's right. We're doing this season with ego and arrogance. If I'm being 100% honest, I thought it was shit. Have we done it another way? No, I guess it's just the same <laughs> as it's always been. But we got a lot to get through. If you're looking for the Eastern Conference, check out your feed. Check out the Athletic NBA Show podcast feed. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate it five stars and then complain however you want. Listen to us speak. Listen to us speak. Listen to us speak. East is another episode. This is for the West. And so we're going to do it in kind of like tears and not like crying tears. Tears are like levels of where teams should go. And so I I think we're all mostly on the same page with this. And it's a little reminiscent of what I'm doing in the power rankings every week with those tiers. But we will start off with the bad teams. Okay. And no offense to if you're a fan of these teams. We're just spending a little bit of time on them with something we like and something we don't like, and and that's really it. If you want to talk about Victor Wembanyama instead, yeah, Zach, I, Zach, I kind of I've kind of put it out there that we're no longer calling teams bad this year. It is the tier where we call them tank for Vic. Yeah. Yes. No victories for Victor, or you know. Play like a glute for Scoot. Whatever you want to do, right? Like one of those guys is going to be well worth the tanking. So brick for Vic, brick for Vic. I like it. Like we'll I like do brick for Vic. It might it might confuse some people with Victor Oladipo, but that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> guys, we'll start off with the he, brick he for Vic and for Vic and by himself. Shout we'll out to Jeff Frizzle for that one. We'll uh, start off with the brick for Vic tier, and here's what we're going to throw in there: the Oklahoma City Thunder the Houston Rockets, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Utah Jazz. Now, we know that the Spurs and the Jazz are a tanking, right? They've been getting rid of guys, trying to make sure that they're in the lead for Victor Wembanyama or for Scoot Henderson. But Houston and Oklahoma City, these are teams that are 
have a lot of young talent there, but young talent doesn't generally win. So let's start off with the Utah Jazz. They move Rudy Gobert. They moved Donovan Mitchell. Mo, what are you looking forward to with the Jazz this season? For them to move Mike Connolly, Jordan Clarkson, and <laughs> just to get off those guys and Malik see what Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, you know, Colin Sexton getting you know fifty shots a game. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a wild run. They have no interest. Are they the most boring team this year? They're um, they're competing, I think, with the Spurs. Yeah, Spurs are gonna be pretty boring. You know, I think this team. I think listen, Sexton can do stuff. I think he's gonna try to show everybody he could play he's back, and, right? and things like that he's back all of that so i think he's going to have flashes just none of it's going to lead to wins and if by a fluke this team starts out like six and six danny's just going to start trading guys <laughs> he's like literally like he's going to be sending guys to like the minnesota vikings like whatever <laughs> any chance he gets like it's he's not going to allow them to win more than 20 something games okay well so what don't you like about this jazz team everything <laughs> come gonna, on man i love jared vanderbilt man he's one of my favorite players that's fine he's gonna his development's gonna take a step back because yeah. they're not trying to win that's they're true gonna, hey there's you know gonna that be a lot of taylor you horton don't tucker make time that. you know that you, you know that defensive play you made great we know you can do it don't do it again the rest don't, of the year don't get don't get offensive rebounds we're not trying to keep these possessions alive <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um yeah i think I, that's i'm a fair. little i'm a little interested by taylor horton tucker just a little. Okay. Like, <laughs> I've been in LA. I'm, I'm not. I've seen enough of him. I'm, all right, wait, I'm who, interested who in you? seeing what he can do with, with the ball actually in his hands, though, which was never going to happen in LA. Who are you more interested in, Taylor Horton Tucker or Nikhil Alexander-Walker? Because both are on this team. Uh, <laughs> this I team mean, is built like an expansion team. Yes, yes. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. It really is. It really is. They just have the most random collection. Yeah, just a hodgepodge of of random guys. So you're Marking looking forward. You're looking forward to Taylor Horton Tucker. What are you not looking forward to? Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're interested until like week three and you're like all right i'm, I'm good on this i don't want to do this anymore yeah, yeah um, that, that that's like one of those things that it'll interest me f- until i realize he's probably still bad yeah trey what about you with the jazz what are you looking forward to and what are you not looking forward to actually sitting through those games yeah, but um <laughs> i mean to be fair you know they're hosting the all-star game this year yeah um Again, I like I liked Sexton last year and, you know, the idea that he gets to get a fresh start and, you know, whether it's play for nothing, he, he's going to have some stats. He's probably going to be averaging a little under 18 and, and make some noise for himself, you know, just to kind of test out and just, you know, play some carefree ball. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to, to Colin Sexton. Like I'm a I'm a fan. Like he's a good scorer. I'm hoping the knee's okay. And if the knee's okay, I think he's easily getting back to like 22, 23 points per game. Um his I think his career high is like 24 something. Um I think he'll be there. What are you not looking forward to, Trey? Just getting through those games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's gonna be some rough ones. And it's not just the jazz. I don't want to bully the jazz. Yeah. I think a lot of teams are just gonna kind of like they're not going to intentionally try to pack it in and they're going to try to put their best foot forward. But like, it's going to be some games where it's just like, it's just really bad product. They're going to start sending some vets home. Guys aren't, you know, there's going to be a lot of buyouts for, for, for vets. And, you know, early on, man, it's, it's going to be rough, you know, cause obviously the Victor sweepstakes is there, you know, yeah. obviously shout out to Scoot too. Scoot is definitely another player being sought after, but 
um, this this messes up a lot. It's going to mess up the trade deadline too. So um, for players that really care, like the KDs, the LeBrons, the Steph Currys, you know, Boston's going to be in the mix. You know, like teams that are really trying, cool. I don't know about how how important it's going to be for regular season, but we'll we'll probably buckle down by for second round. Yeah, there's going to be some lopsided first round uh, matchups too, just because teams are going to make it on accident. Right. Um, you guys got it all wrong. The the thing you're not supposed to look forward to is those horrible jerseys. Now, those uniforms going to be awful. <laughs> that color scheme's so bad. Yeah, and I like, didn't understand they, it either. They, That's they the highlighter yellow, rebrand. right? Yeah, they ruined that rebrand like completely. I don't care what it, they, people are going to try to like talk themselves in. Don't do it. Don't do it at all. It's not worth it. Um, hey, this, I, the, to some extent, you also have to look forward to not having to watch Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell play together anymore. No, that, that was by, fun. They hated that team each by other. the end was just it, like, it, they no, no. were so dead. It was just a dead team walking. It but was it disgusting. was fun. It was fun it was to so watch. Clear. Yeah, I just, I just want to remind you guys, this is not a Utah Jazz preview episode. We're going through the whole West, okay? Let's move this along. This is well, way we already too much said time the on the Jazz. Are gonna be, we already we said the Spurs are going to be the most the boring But team. what are you looking forward to? Because I, like I like the young guys they got in the draft with the Spurs. I mean, I think Devin Vassell looks pretty interesting. I think he's had a good one. I, I want to see Keldon Johnson continue to take the step forward. But, like, ultimately, it's like, okay, cool. Like, are we just I, celebrating pop? Is that all we're doing this year? It's a tough way to celebrate pop when they're not going to win 20 games. Like, it's a yeah, hard... That's going to be rough. Okay, we'll move on <laughs> Where to is Jakob Pertl going to get traded to? Oh, that is actually a really good question. Jakob's good. Um, the Rockets. Future the Ro- Laker Jakob Pertl. Oh, I like that idea, actually. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. Uh, let's combine kind of the Rockets and Thunder, because I think it's two very similar teams here in that a lot of young talent, um, but growing pains for sure. And I just don't know... I don't know how much they can cobble together in terms of being truly competitive. I think they're both going to be fun. Like for the Thunder, I love Jalen Williams, the the wing, not the, well, I guess the big man could be good too, but I love the wing. Uh, it sucks that Chet's not going to be able to be out there to show what he can or can't do. Um, Shea Gildas, Alexander, Josh Gate, like these are exciting young guys, but with the Thunder, it's all right. When did they decide to pack it in for, for Wimbanyama? Like when, when does that decide? Cause that's going to happen now that Chet's when hurt, they trade, when they trade SGA. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Actually, I kind of hope that does happen. That would be fun. No, it's time to free him. Yeah. Like, I know he said, I'm all in it. I'm with the program and things well, what like else that. Is he supposed Listen, to say? anytime right, someone time. says that, they get traded. So. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go. It's time. It's time. You know, and didn't that's, he already get hurt? Uh, I think that's so. The, that's yeah. the hostage. When you're, a ho- when you're held hostage by a team, you say that. Like, I want to be here. I want to play for this squad for the rest of my life. And that's a cry for help. It's the Helsinki they, syndrome. Yes, and they've they've basically set the tone with tanking. Like they just told Al Horford, "Don't play anymore." They they, they send this guys, home. And, and, yeah. and that's in non Wembenyama seasons. Now now this is the season to tank. They're going to be so egregious about it. It's going to yeah. be like week I, I think two, the, week I think two. No, Josh no, no, no. Giddy's going to no. be. Like, no, I think they'll like be. Just I think the first couple the months, facility. first couple months, they'll be competitive and or competitive for them, right? And they'll probably win some games they shouldn't and everything. But like past the trade deadline, they're not doing anything. They're gonna they're gonna throw out you know lineups with all nineteen year olds once again and just try all to Poku. Yeah, exactly. It's just gonna be Poku by himself out there. 
And that's going to be it. Uh, for the Rockets, I love what they've done in the draft the last two years. I think this is a really good collection They're of young talent. They're all Zach Harper players. Yeah, they are 100% all Zach Harper yes. players. Athletic chuckers. Like, that is just what they are. But um, but they're probably like two years away from really doing anything. But I'm excited to see J- Jalen Green was great after the All-Star break last year. Like, 22 points a game on, like I think, around like 59% true shoot. Like, he was great. I'm excited to see him in year two. Yeah, I think that's got to be the one that everyone's and Jabari, obviously, but yeah. but Jalen Green, he really took steps forward. Like, he was pretty bad early on, uh, but it's really tough to come in and be like a primary scorer, right? At, at the NBA level with a team that doesn't have a lot of IQ or or veterans or anything like that. I think he he could be awesome. I think I think this is a team that would want to tank but are just going to stumble into a couple more wins than they than they would want just because of they got some talent guys can go off Javari Smith is going to have a big game I think here and there Jalen Green's going to go nuts I think the guy they're going to look to trade is Eric Gordon they're always trying to trade Eric Gordon like that's they've been trying to trade Eric Gordon for like this might be the year they actually do it but like you know I think that's the I've been trying to trade Eric Gordon since he was in New Orleans like they but I think but I think of the four teams this is probably the better of the four yeah, I I would assume so. I would assume so. Although I do think the Thunder will be scrappy for a little while until they just pack it in. Uh, let's move on to the next tier. These are three teams trying to make it in the make the play in or maybe better. But we've got J Kings, Kings. We've got the Lakers yeah, and we got the Blazers buddy. in this tier. Um, Jay, just talk about the Kings. You got a King, minute? Kings, Kings minute. <laughs> so the Kings are going to put up some points, man. Those dudes are going to score. Malik Monk, DeMontis Sabonis. Just want to remind you, they were 26th, I believe, in offensive rating after trading for Sabonis. This this is a new year. It's a new year, new De'Aaron Fox. And they got they have they actually have NBA caliber players. I think Keegan Murray is is going to help them right away. He he's one of those draft picks who's who's ready to legitimately help a team. Um I, I just think with Mike Brown in town, there's going to be a professionalism. A commitment that they haven't had in since Rick Adelman, uh, since Dave Yeager. We'll give Dave Yeager credit. That one year they were okay, um, <laughs> and and I just think they're going to be a very mediocre team. Like the, and they'll be fun to watch. They'll pass the rock. Sabonis can really pass that thing. I, I'm in on the Kings. We know. Kevin Herter. I haven't even talked about Kevin Herter. <laughs> Was <laughs> that a minute? Let's just say that was a minute. Uh, Mo, what are your thoughts on the Kings? I don't like my ally in this. I do like the <laughs> the Kings what, a little bit this gonna, year. What's it going to yes. take them to get into the playing tournament? I think they got to get a big year from De'Aaron Fox. I think Keegan yeah. Murray's got to be a potential. To what, and Keegan Murray's got to be potential rookie of the year. Yeah, I th- Keegan Murray, I'm not worried about. He's good. He's legitimately good. What does a big year from De'Aaron Fox mean? Because he puts up numbers. Yeah, it's got to be efficient, to- though. It's just got to be help a team, you know, like like there are some guys who just go out and get their numbers. And he's kind of been that he's not playing defense. He's not playing off guys. It's like you got to help a team. Just, and I think Mike Brown will help him in that. And, and I think they're going to have a fun actions with Sabonis and Fox on dribble handoffs and things like that. And then Murray coming off of a pin down off the weak side. There are things there for them to to build upon. I like the I like the guys they added around them. Kevin Herter. They had a great offseason. It's just yeah, I, I don't mean, I don't believe in their core. I like I don't believe in the Sabonis Fox duo. That's fair. Does anybody? I mean, I just think I just think when you're looking at who they're competing with, 
I think this team has a chance to to sneak into the playing tournament. Like I think this is the year they they get into the playing tournament. And in Sacramento, they're going to consider that the playoffs, and that's going to have broken their drought. You know, and I feel like that's this is a team I think can do it. I am nervous that Jay King is on this, so I th- that does worry <laughs> me a little bit. But I think that's uh, uh, I'm just going to have to risk it there, Zach. Trey, where are you on the Kings? <laughs> hey man, I got nothing against the Kings, but Mike Brown, Mike Brown, <laughs> got his hands full right there, yeah, buddy. He does. Good um, guy, but yeah, they, yeah, they, I, don't, they I, don't matter right now. That's the thing. Like, I, how could you not be in? Like, you've got to prove it to us, mode. There, it like I, Kings fans, like you want to buy in, buy in, but like. And the, the whole joke about, like, them chanting, we're going to win 40 games. That would actually, like, if they won 40 games, I'd be shocked. That's huge. Like, that, that would be a win total massive, 33. That's a huge massive win. season for them. Listen, you, win, you win 40 games. You're a solid enough team. You just wasted your chances at Victor, first of all. Also correct, yes. Secondly, why do you want to be good at this point right now, right? Because, because they have they, yet. They no, but this is the thing. They no, and I understand that. That is a long time. But they also are getting younger and younger and younger. Like it's gonna take a minute. It's yeah. not going to something. It's that's a three year plan. You know what I mean? Like high school, the last time <laughs> look, the Kings look, made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> we can't let Wemp and Miyama end up in Sacramento because they're just gonna ruin it. Wow. But yeah, I mean, you look, the Kings I, it would give me a reason to go <laughs> to Sacramento, though. <laughs> I mean, that's it, but like, shouts to Lady Bird. That's how they ruin them. Shouts to Lady Bird, man. That was a lot of, a lot of my neighborhood was in Lady Bird. It was like B-roll. That was a great, great little moment for me and my family. Um, All right. What about the Lakers and the Blazers? I personally think all this conjecture about the Lakers and like, what could they be? And can they be blah, blah, blah. I think it should go to the Blazers. I think this Blazers team is good. I think they're back. Oh, they're back. I think they're back. Like, why they, they tanked so hard last year so hard they set the record for 30 point losses they shattered the record for 30 they point tanked losses in the wrong year they did they tanked in the wrong year but like look what like what they had like they were just stuck in the middle they're stuck in neutral for so long and now you look at this like dame's back he's going to be incredible they make great pickups with grant with uh gary payton too like they they brought in some solid players over the last year in terms of role players and now granted like health is always going to be a concern with them so if they have bad luck with health then they'll be shit again but i think this blazers team is going to have a really good bounce back year and it feels like for the first time in a while they actually went out and targeted guys who actually fit next to damian lillard yes absolutely they they went out and got defensive minded athletic long guys who can help lift up the defense and still give you enough offensively to make sense next to Dame. Like for a while, it was just like they didn't realize that they had Dame and CJ and needed to surround those guys with a lot of length and a lot of defense. Yeah. And and now it it, it does feel like this fits better around Dame. Anthony it, Simons I, had a great step forward. Like he's going to be really fun for them. Like I just, I like this team. The, the, the I have only questions thing about though- Dame though. No, no, hold on. Before Ooh. you go into that, Jay, about the the, because I want to hit your point on the defense. It doesn't matter if they have wings around them if they're going to switch everything, because that's what they were doing in the preseason. 
I was watching it. They're switching every pick and roll, and now you have Simons guarding a big guy, not happening. You have Nurkic, who's lost a step, having to guard uh, perimeter guys, and they're getting blown by all the time. Like the two, the two guards being so bad defensively really worries me. And even though they got, I like Grant, I like the guys they have defensively, but I just don't buy that this team's going to make that much of a leap. And Dame will help them just because they were tanking last year. But I just, I'm not, I'm not, they're just very eh to me. By the way, Dame's got like plus 3,000 for MVP odds. I'm just saying, like, get them into the top six area and he has a full season. Media loves him. Man, what? First of all, shouts to Jason Quick, bro, saying that Chauncey probably can't coach. Hell of a headline, bro. (laughs) Hell of a headline. Yeah, that is, that that does worry me. (laughs) I gotta be honest. Like relying on Shaden Sharp's development, like he he's a year behind, bro. Like he I can't like be important. He can't be important to them this year, though. Like if he's important to them this year, either he's great, and we didn't like we didn't anticipate that kind of an impact rookie season, Trey, or they're in fucking trouble. Yes. Also, they got smaller. Josh Hart at the three. What is going on? What is going on? It was but, people were but complaining. Hart's tough, and he can defend. That's cool, but people were complaining about Norm Powell being at the three, bro. Like, yeah, but he doesn't play defense like the way that these guys will have to, right? I'm cool. Although have I'm to just, because I'm, those I'm, dudes are going to get blown by constantly. I just feel like they're going to get cooked regardless. Dame's going to get his points. Hopefully, uh, I hope Dame is at his healthiest he's been, and I'm rooting for him to have a good year. But I don't see them doing anything. And if I'm wrong, look. I'm okay with being wrong, but I don't see it. Is nobody worried about Dame? Nobody else besides me? What are you worried about? Well, he was injured last season. And I mean, obviously, he, some, they, some of that was yeah, they just they, didn't <laughs> want to win games. Right. But also, like, when he was healthy, he was clearly not at his best. Um, when he was on the court, I mean, he was clearly not at his best. He's 32. He's a small guard. Like, I'm I'm not I don't think he's going to fall off a cliff or anything but expecting him to be averaging 30 a game I don't know if he's still going to be at that level. He's going to average 30 a game. He just he needs I need to see it from him. I'm 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 I just have questions about him. Wow. I mean, for Zach's, the first time in a talking, long time. Zach's already talking MVP odds just, for Dame. Look, I'm so, just saying, I mean, you looking like for a dark horse plus 3000 for Dame for a a guy the media loves? I'm saying if they like if they're like in that top six seven range in the West, you know. So if they're so if they're seventh in the, the West, you would you would vote for him for MVP. I mean, it depends on what the other candidates do. I'm just saying it's for the value. It's great value, great odds. Y'all great dark horse pick. Money. Instead of, instead of just everyone going, oh, you know who's my dark horse pick? Uh, Luca. I bet Luca wins MVP. That's my dark horse. Nobody said that here. Everyone says that every fucking year. Every he's year, fa- he's been the they've favorite been like, they're, for like the past three like they're years. He's for the first horse. time for the slicing bread for the first time. They're like, oh, I bet Luca can win MVP. He is a light horse. Oh, that's racist. All right, let's move on to the Lakers. Uh, all right, it sounds like Russ is coming off the bench, which Sam Amick and uh, Yovan Buha tried to tell you a month ago. Um, the Pat Beverly acquisition, I actually love for the Lakers, but I look at this roster, and I just, I don't think it's very good. I think this whole season is going to end up being about celebrating LeBron going for the all-time scoring record. He's going to get it, obviously. And that's going to be, I think, the highlight of their year. But maybe I'm maybe I'm too negative on the Lakers. 
No, you're not. You're about right. The, I mean, Anthony, a, Anthony Davis put us on notice, man. And he's sitting uh-huh. out the last sure preseason did. game with yeah, back tightness. <laughs> like, it's not a... <laughs> Here, here's my thing with the Lakers, though. The, the roster definitely isn't great. Uh, but I, I do love that Ham has come in and asserted his authority. He's told I, Anthony yeah. Davis, basically told Anthony Davis, sorry, man, I, I know you want to play the four, but you're going to play the five. They don't and have he's anybody. told Russ, sorry, man, I, I know you're a proud, proud dude, but you're going to come off the bench. And and so I think on the fringes, this this is going to look better than it did last season. Like, But at some point, like, you're starting Lonnie Walker or whoever. I like know, Lonnie Walker. Big shocker to you guys, I know. <laughs> I, I he's he fits the mold. But <laughs> but at some point, like you have to have talent around LeBron and Anthony Davis. And there's just not enough there. Now, if they end up trading for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, that completely changes the outlook. Right? Yes, like that, yes. like it, you put those two on like if it is Russ and draft picks for those two, I'm now in on them being like sixth in the west as like something that's realistic like i i as constructed like that's that's a playing tournament team and it's a playing tournament team because the rest like the bottom five in the west is so suspect the only thing that could change my mind on the lakers is if anthony davis plays like an mvp which i think is when does that happen outside the bubble when's that happen outside the bubble yeah i i I, again I, i need to see it from him yeah um but like he has enough talent to get to that level. He just hasn't been there consistently throughout his whole career. And if he, if he does get there though, because he's so good defensively when he's right, that, that he can cover up a lot of their holes. And uh, I, I disagree. I don't think, I don't think he can at this point. I don't think the he's, way- I don't think he's a team defender at this point. I think he's a great individual defender, but I don't think he can cover up the holes of like, they sh- they're shooting 29% from three right now. In preseason, I get yeah, it's preseason, preseason, other guys and stuff like that, but they weren't much yeah, better Ryan than that Cook. last season. You know, they were they weren't better last year. It wasn't. Yeah, they don't like, have a lot of shooters. They you know, and and, and you know, so like the only caveat I would put to it is, yes, this team can make a move and they can make a trade where we're going to say, wow, all right, they're different now. But as currently constructed, I mean, this team at best is a playing tournament. I hope so. Like, I hope they make. I hope they make that move. Like, because. This, I, you know, we've talked about this before. Like the league is just better when the big market teams like them and, and the Knicks are good, right? Like it's just, it's, it's better for the league. Like I want them to be relevant. I don't want to see LeBron go down with a whimper in terms of like team effectiveness and everything. Like I, I want this to be a better team than it is. I think that's part of the reason I'm so negative on it. Trey, and, where, and I'll go ahead, Jay. Considering where he is in his career, it is just egregious not to spend your last two draft picks oh for sure like for sure how do you not give it a chance if you're gonna keep them and sign them to another contract extension which they did if if if, and you have a duty to him to me you have a duty to him to give him a chance in his final years and they're set up to waste another one i'll be i'll be shocked though if they don't trade those picks like, I think they're just saying, hey, we think something better is going to come along the way during the season that we're going to. Because the thing about it this way, everybody's tanking for Webb and Miyama. A team all of a sudden that thought they were going to be good struggles out of the gate or just going to pull the plug early and, and, and become a fire sale. And that's where a chance for the Lakers to pounce. And I think that's going to be I think that's how it plays out for them. 
Deer and Fox to the Lakers con- confirmed by Mo Dakil right there. Um, sure, why not? Let's go. <laughs> Although I Trey, said I was high on the Kings, and then yeah, now you know, yeah. Uh, Trey, where are you on the Lakers? Are you are you in? Do you th- do you have a like an, a, an optimistic? Yeah, play like plans about the ceiling for me. Yeah, I think that the West is really good. Um, obviously, they got this whole drama of what they're trying to figure out. I think Bron will be Bron, you know, if he stays healthy. Um, I think AD, if he stays healthy, kind of keeps them in the mix. But, uh, you know, with Russell Westbrook, you know, Darvin Ham trying him off the bench now. And they got a lot of things to figure out. Like their chemistry is all up in the air. And I think that's the most thing that's important. Um, I think they'll go off on a little win streak or whatnot if they're healthy and look fairly okay. But like for the long-term aspect, teams are just – starting to get better and nothing has been the same since Memphis has teased them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was, that was a demoralizing moment. Um, do you think this rust thing off the bench is going to be long lasting and like smooth? I think that this, uh, we're seeing the Iverson 2.0 situation. Um, first of all, a $47 million, um, bench guy is, crazy saying out loud secondly after this season when you really hear it it's just crazy it's crazy and then secondly when you also go about it um thinking about something as far as if he just if he happens to finish the season out um with the lakers um i don't see him taking a vet minimum for anywhere else because no team is going to want to deal with the ego but Mm -hmm. then also um He's going to find us. It's going to be a, a, a tough pill to swallow because it might, it might be kind of like what happened with Melo, right? Right. Yeah. But I, I mean, absolutely. But to an, to an extent, I also look at it like Iverson first before Melo, just yes. because on the guard. And I think that's the thing when you pay a point guard, um, you get to that point, you know, they get older and you want them to adjust. And mm-hmm. if they've ever had the keys, like John Wall has been, probably the best example of the Vince Carter version of guards right now, right? He's going to be openly willing to either come off the bench or get some starting minutes, mm-hmm. but he's accepting his role with the Clippers. He knows that he's no bigger. He has no bigger role than Kawhi Leonard. He is now, you know, a sidekick, if that, you know what I mean? Or a contributor to the team. And I think that's the pattern that most of these guards um, are going to have to deal with maybe not Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, but um, the rest of those guys, you know, when they get into their thirties, they're going to have to pass the keys over because the league's just getting younger. Yeah. Just getting too L- fast. Let me ask you this, you guys, this question, are they better served just telling Russ stay home? Uh, I don't think so because they're it, like, all right. <laughs> Do you feel better about not. Russ coming off the bench or Dennis Schroeder? I mean, I mean, Dennis Schroeder is also hurt to say he's going to miss the start of the year. Right, but, but it's yeah. like, whatever. But like, okay, general, say Dennis Schroeder is as healthy as can be. Like, right, he right. sucks. He's not, like, he's not anybody anybody wants to play with. And maybe Russ is the same way at this point, but I'd rather the potential of Russ rather than the reality of Dennis Schroeder. Okay. Like, nobody likes playing with him. There are at least a couple of people that like playing with Russ. It's bleak, man. Are they on it's this team? Over there. I don't think so, but they, they exist. <laughs> they exist they, I mean, it's Stephen Adams. I think that's it. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, that's why the question is like, maybe they are just chemistry wise yeah. uh, better served in that whole. Maybe just, hey, just stay away from the team. We'll find a trade for you. Yeah. So, I watched the Redeem Team doc, 
And the best comp for the Lakers this year is the 04 Olympic team. <laughs> oh, I don't think they're going to Carlos Arroyo medal. about to dice them up. Like a bunch, of, a bunch of talent on one roster. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not, they got mixed signals right now with the coach and the players and just trying to figure it out. And a lot of teams are going to, you know, pull a Carlos Arroyo on them. Yeah, it's going to be, man, that's going to be dicey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, all right, let's move on to the teams that we know are good in the West. Let's uh, throw the Mavs, the Wolves, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans into this tier. Um, in terms of the Mavs, conference finals run last year. They lose Jalen Brunson. They bring in Christian Wood. They bring in JaVale McGee. Tim Hardaway Jr.'s back. Uh, I don't know what to do with this team. Um, I I don't think they're going to be as good. Like I don't think they're a conference finals level team because I do think the West is just deeper, but maybe Luca is just that good. I don't, I'm not a Christian wood guy. So that's, you know, bringing him as a six man for now, like uh, fine, you could do a lot worse than that. But I think that um, I'm interested to see how this team defends in year two under Jason Kidd. Like is, are they building off what happened last year or was last year maybe a little fluky and the league can kind of figure them out. Like that's, that's been my big question with them. And then even if like, I don't quite believe in them as much as I did the second half of last season, Luca just might be that damn good. He's going to have to be like, but is that too negative? Like they still have, they still have a lot of talent on this team. Is that too negative? It's, it's all, but who's in number two, who's in number two. It's not even that it's all predicated on Luca creating absolutely everything for them. Everything. He's going to have such a, uh, 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 he's going to have a rust level usage rate. But he's not fat coming into this year, right? Like he was fat going into last season. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. He's he look he looks to be in better shape than he was last year and everything like that. But his the load he's got on him is so much higher now, because with at least with Jalen Brunson, you had a guy of like, go run the offense. I mean, they got Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's okay, but like, how how much do you trust that Dinwiddie revival that he had after the the trade deadline? I like, trust. I trusted. I trust the game. I don't know if I trust his health. That's the thing I have a question about because he just he just gets injured, right? But I, in terms of like if he's healthy, yeah, man, he can he can fill in for Jalen. I think. I, I mean, just wish they had one more creator. Yeah, I real. I, I for me, if they just got Goran Dragic, I would be so much higher on this team. Just in yeah. the sense of like that's a guy that I, I can trust that I've seen do it consistently. Now health is an issue, but if he could. If he can be on the court, I, we've seen him do it, and him and Luca have that chemistry from playing on the Slovenian team together and all that fun stuff. I like the pickups of uh, McGee. I thought that just because they need some more rim protection. Yeah, I love that pickup. I thought that was great. And I just like, a rim roller too. Yeah, and, and, like that's going to open up a lot for Luca. And I know you're not a fan, Zach, but I like Wood coming off the bench and just he's going to get so many more open shots from Luca. For sure, I did my I just my my thing with them is like. 
defensively when those two are on the floor together, that's brutal. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be like bad. Christian Wood can't defend. He's like, yeah. he's just yeah. really bad defensively. He's put up a lot of stats lately, but he needs to convince me that he's a winning player. Yeah. Rockets fans got mad at me last year because I said he's not a winning player. He just puts up stats. But like, that's kind of how it looks. This is, but this yeah. is also the first chance where he'll, he'll have a chance to really be on a team that's good. Like as a contributor, right? So maybe, yeah, I don't know, maybe that changes it. To see how he fits in there. Especially because they were really good defensively last year. And so sharp defensively. Yeah. They made every rotation. They were in the right place all the time. And Yeah, I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith like, is great defensively, right? And Reggie Bullock's really good defensively. Maxi Kleber. He's Weba. good. Yeah, he's, he's a good defender. He's, he's a good team defender, too. yeah. Um, so, but, but. It's tough to do that two years in a row. Like, be on it, on it every possession two years in a row. That's tough. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see some slippage, especially with Wood. What about the Wolves? Rudy Gobert. They're so weird. (laughs) D'Angelo Russell in a contract year. I think they're good. I like like that they started uh, Jaden McDaniels, man. Yes, that's a great idea by Chris Finch. McDaniels is so good. I think this is his coming out party. I think yeah. he is going to play well. I think Anthony Edwards is going to take another leap. This might be all-star Edwards. I would love that. Shouts to um, my man Aaron. He got to give me a jersey. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, nah, because he do the data and stuff over there. But, yeah, long story short, I'm not mad, I'm not mad at um, the Wolves. I think they have a decent regular season. I think yeah. on paper people are eating it up too much. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think they'll. I think they'll be okay. I think, I think I they think should Finch be a top and, four. Company should West. be okay. They should be in terms of regular season. I think they should be top four in the West. Easy. You think top four easy in the West? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of good teams in the that, West uh, for sure. I think that's a regular season team. I think they're a top six team. I'm with you on this. This team's going to be a lot better in the regular season than they're going yeah. to be in the playoffs. I I just think it. Part of it is it has nothing to do with Minnesota. Like I can see them being four. I can see them being six. It's just the West is so freaking stacked this year. Yeah. Like that's that's the only reason why I couldn't I couldn't lock them in the top four spot. I think yeah, the top Denver, four is going to be rotating. Memphis, Golden State. Like there's just like, there's there's so many different opportunities out there. So. For me, it's just I, we got to trust Cat. Greatest I mean, be bizarre, man. He's a great They're offensive player. Like I don't know. Like it, uh, according uh, again, to him, the greatest big man ever, or greatest scoring big man ever, or whatever it was he said over the summer. But like, I just I have questions. I think they're only going to go as far as the leap that Anthony Edwards takes in being the number one guy. I'm right. with Zach too. That this is, I think they're destined to be a a really really good regular season team yeah and they'll win a lot of games rudy gobert by himself is basically a at least a very good defense or has been in the past and when you put him next to towns and edwards like there's a lot of talent there but it's just i don't think that once they get to the playoffs it'll work out and well yeah but like that's i mean i don't see how carl towns guarding a legitimate four is is going to work out for anyone. Well, but, it's going to work out for the four. Yeah, that four, <laughs> he'll have right. a lot of fun. Let's move on to the Grizzlies. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is hurt. 
right? So he's out for a bit. Uh, John Morant is has struggled with some injury stuff, especially last season. They were able to get over that, but also they lose DeAnthony Melton, they lose Kyle Anderson, uh, they bring in a couple of rookies who might be who might be able to contribute right away. And that you know Taylor Jenkins does do a good job of establishing how to perform at a young age in your role and to help the team. Um, you know Desmond Bain had a great step forward last season. Uh, but I think I think the Grizzlies are going to take a step back in the regular season, but they'll be a lot better going down the stretch and like get as we get towards the playoffs. Yeah, I could see a slow start for them just with Jaron Jackson Jr. Other guy uh, being injured, other guys kind of figuring out new roles and things like that. It's Dylan Brooks taking it, shots. I mean, just Dylan Brooks being healthy actually hurts <laughs> them. Um, the 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 sneak- Dylan Brooks haters. man. <laughs> Yes, I just yes, hate him I on no offense, problem. man. <laughs> just, it, 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 I just, he I plays just think, so hard. I like him on defense. He plays too hard right. on offense. He's trying to do He's, too much. It's, it's, yeah. He thinks he should be getting so many more shots than he gets. That's the problem. Yeah. But like, I, I think, you he, know, I think he looks in the mirror and sees Bradley Beal. Like that's what that's yeah. how he plays. <laughs> That's 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 a problem. No, I, I think he looks in the mirror and sees Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, so you're right. That's, he doesn't settle for Bradley Beal. <laughs> He's, he, he. <laughs> but I think you know. Also, just the guys they lost, I think, really hurts them. Yeah, I think you know. It's like Kyle Anderson played a big role for them off the bench he was as huge, another yeah. playmaker. Uh, DeAnthony Melton, another guy that that was a big piece for them. Like I think replacing them is going to be a little bit harder. And I think they can with the young guys they have, but I think it's going to take a while to get there. Please, and that was please part of what made them so good last year. Convert the two way deal for Kenneth Lofton Jr. Just give him a full time thing. We just well, we want a guarantee yes. of twenty minutes for him. It's just we just want to watch any him. buckets. They put him on the floor for twenty minutes a game. Um, I'll put him number one in the West. There you go. Yeah, I'm all in on him. Uh, we, you guys have any concerns? Any buckets? You guys have any concerns, Trey? You have any concerns about Jaw's health? Just the way he plays. Like, is he gonna have to adjust stuff? No, he's gonna be playing like that. He can't play like that no more. <laughs> he play like a little ass kid that just don't get tired and. He does. I mean, that's what fills the seats. That's yeah. why people love him. He is, if Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook were combined together, um, you know, and throw a mix of Allen Iverson in there, just the way he throws his body around. He's fearless. Yeah. Um, you know, he does it his way. It works. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he puts himself in like, you know, uh, MVP candidate situation. He scored um, 27 a game last year. You realize it? Like, I I knew he scored a lot, but I didn't realize, like, 27 and, and, a game. Listen, and he paint. Not Mario yeah. paint, but he paint. <laughs> he get into the paint. Yeah. He get into that paint like nobody else. So um, his his percentage is high. It's not bad shots. You know, he's getting to the basket, and he's only going to continue to get more, you know, as an all-star. So, um, yeah, it's just one of them things, man, that's just like you just kind of got to get with it. and. I know people don't like how basketball is going. So like, or they grow tired of people. Get used to John Morant. Yeah, he's fun, man. He's so Don't get fun. tired of him. He's too much fun. Yeah. This is also this is also one of those teams that has a move to make. They have so many different draft I picks. I was just going to yeah. say that. Like they they can make a trade, you know, mid-season and and and, and kind of pounce on a, a, a tanking team and add a piece there to really help them. Yeah. So it's like this is this is a team just to kind of keep an eye on it to Go trade get Doug McDermott. Trade. 
That's the move right there. <laughs> what? Uh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> Just throw a name out there. Wow. Uh, what about the What about the Pelicans? Pelicans. This is something I I keep hammering home. 33 and 30 over the last 63 games last season. They just had a bad start. Like that Willie Green coached his ass off. That was a good team. He got young players to contribute. They went out and got CJ. They bring Zion back. He looks healthy. He looks like a monster. Defensively, I think they're going to be bad, but offensively, I think they're going to be one of the top in the league. And so this Pelicans team, you know, they're they're going to disrupt a lot this season, I think. They're one of the most interesting teams because bringing Zion back to that mix that really gelled last year is just going to be fascinating to see. Uh, how, how does it work with everybody? Is Zion not even, not just going to stay on the court and stay in shape, but is he going to commit defensively? Cause he hasn't in the NBA at all. And, and that team last year, they had dogs. They were out there and hounding guys and, and really playing together. And bringing a talent like Zion, who's a, amazingly talented, like just a joke talent-wise, uh, bringing him back, it's going to change a lot for a lot of different guys on that on that roster. Um, and if it works, then they could be really, really dangerous. But yeah. it's not always that easy bringing, bringing a guy like that who changes how your team has to play. I don't know how much they have to change. I know it's there's going to be some change to it because Ingram's not going to be the number one guy. But, but they don't, don't know. You don't have to run plays for Zion though. Like I mean, just yeah, just I think there's a lot of different. I don't know how much they have to actually change. I'm really you high. Better on run that. plays for Zion. You don't, <laughs> don't need no, have but to. He, he could score twenty five a game just off like just movement. Like they don't really rebound have to and go run transition for him. Yeah. offensive rebounds. Those are like that. Just on that alone, he's going to get you know, 18 points. Yeah. Like I think but, there's just a lot of things there. I think they had a lot, they have a lot of stuff to work with. I'm actually really high on them. It won't surprise me to see them win the division. Like okay. I, so let's go, let's go back to the, the point that they don't have to run plays for him. He's their future. Like they were a pesky eight seed last year, whatever seed they got, seven seed, eight seed, whatever they were pesky, but he's their future. He is, the guy that lifts the present and, and they, they better give him the ball. They better learn how to maximize his unique gifts. And and that's why I think it, it's going to have to change. Cause it's not just like I, you're going to let him get his, you, you got to make sure that he's harnessing his gifts and growing to the point where he can carry you. Jay, I think you're kind of a, a little bit like, we're not saying you're not going to run plays for him. We're just saying it's not, like you have to run specific plays to get CJ opportunities. You're gonna yeah. do. You're gonna need to do that to get Brandon Ingram opportunities and isolations, right? And get him set up on those things. Zion, he's just gonna have. He's gonna have so many opportunities on active. his own. He just gets just creative on his own. Yeah. Like it's gonna be able to do that. We're not saying like don't run plays for him. We're just saying you don't really have to worry about Zion finding an impact on this game. Like those other guys, you have to get them involved in certain ways. I, I, I don't think we're going to see as much point Zion um, like we did when he, when he was playing that, that run that he had, but I think him and CJ McCollum are going to be an unbelievable pick and roll duo. I think there's just going to be a lot of different things they're going to be able to do. I think this team just has so many different variables. And Zach, you said it at the start of this, they started out terrible last year. Yeah. And just look at how how where they ended up. Like that's coaching. Now, yeah. Now, if you don't believe they're going to be healthy, then fine, right? But like, I, yeah. Like Willie Green can coach. He's he was fantastic last season. 
Um, Trey, do you think that the Pelicans have a good chance of avoiding the playing tournament of getting into that top six? Cause it's crowded. Um, I think they're going to be all right. I, I like what, I mean, I, more so I think they're going to be in the play in, um, but they're going to be a tough team to line up with. You know what I mean? They got a bunch of pieces that, you know, can get it together. I think they need some games under their belt because they have to readjust. They had some good momentum last year, you know, finally getting it going, making B.I. the guy. And now, you know, you have to get Zion in the mix. And, you know, Willie Green got his hands full in a situation where he's going to, you know, got Herb Jones. And, you know, you can go down the line like this team, not saying that they're going, you know, but they're going to be scrappy. They're going to compete. They're going to try to, you know, do some things. And I, I like it. I like it. They definitely wanted to then play in territory. Um, all right. We have that group, teams we know are good. We have the contenders group, who I, I threw the Warriors, the Clippers, and the Suns into that. But we haven't mentioned Denver. And I want you guys to help me figure out, should Denver be in the contenders group or in the teams we know are good group? I think they should be in the contenders group. I don't they're, think it's They're right in between. They're straddling the That's line. That's the thing. Nah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like... What Jamal Murray do you think we're getting? What Michael Porter Jr. do we think we're getting? But I love the pickup of KCP. I love the pickup of Bruce Brown. Like that, you know, Jokic is Jokic. Um, I they, I'm, I, do, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is probably an, a better, an easier thing to throw him in the contenders next season, just because I don't know what you expect out of Jamal and out of MPJ. I think, honestly, just looking at what they did last year, I mean, that was a their second option was Aaron Gordon, which is just a scary Oof. thought in, in its own self. And they had the sixth best offense in the NBA. Like, that's just, I just think they're going to be able to get so much out of everybody else. Just Jokic having other available guys out there to be able to knock down shots and things like that. I think they're going to end up with the best offense in the NBA. I think this team's a, a, a contender. I have questions about their defense. And yeah, like injuries are a concern, but so are injuries are going to be a concern for the Clippers, you know, and we put them automatically for, as contenders. For sure, but like, like Michael Porter Jr. has a degrading back. Yes. Right? Like I, under, that's, I, 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 I understand that. But like, I even if even without Michael Porter Jr., I still think this team's a contender. Like, I still think this team's right there. If, you know, Jamal Murray comes back to being just like 85% of Jamal Murray. I think they're on they're on pace well, to be is, a top three what does team. That mean? What well, if I mean, he's bubble know, Jamal Murray? Is it bubble Jamal Murray or is it regular Jamal Murray? No, I mean like, well, I, we can't always say is it bubble, whatever. We know the bubble was a fluke for pretty much everybody, right? But um, I think that's what everyone keeps remembering remembering with him. No, but he was balling before that. Like he could play. He wasn't doing what he was doing in the bubble. That was absurd. But he can hoop, and I think there's just him playing off of Jokic. I think goes a long way. KCP is going to get even more looks. I think we have a great guys, pickup. That uh, was a great the Bruce pickup. Brown yeah. pickup. I'm so excited for a Jokic Bruce Brown pick and roll. <laughs> like, That's and I just be so weird and so much fun. It's so much fun, but I think you know just Brown with his cutting and things like that. Like, there's yeah. just so many, and then you slide Aaron Gordon down to being like your third or fourth option, which is where he belongs offensively. I think this team right there is in the contender. Wherever, but option, like yeah. in, in that case, they're still in good position. I think this team's a contender. It's not you a doubt You talked in my me mind. into it. You talked uh, me okay, into so, it. Okay, so, sorry, because Jay was no help with this question. He just said, I don't know. I agree. They're in the middle. <laughs> Jay's <laughs> no help, period. Mo just contender. Mo talked me into it, though. Trey, do you, Mo, think, Mo do you think Denver should be a contender, or should they be in that tier with the Mavs, the Grizzlies, the Wolves, and the Pelicans? Um, I'm going to, I mean, you know, people like to use finals or bust, so I'm going to put them in a contender. 
Yeah. I mean, they are like, man, they're they earned really it. good. They earned it. Yeah. I have never, I have never, as long as I've been, you know, covering the NBA, I've never said that the Nuggets were a contender this year. I'm going to give them contender, yeah. uh, you know, that title. They got back all the little pieces that they needed. You know, um, hopefully they can stay injury free. But then also, I think Nikola Jokic deserves pressure. He has mm. yet to experience pressure. Mm, I like that. I actually like he that. I no, like that point a lot. He has no pressure. He's won two MVPs, and people are okay with him losing. Yeah. Let's add pressure. I need some adversity. I like that. Um, all right, let's move on to the rest of the contenders group. We'll sweep that. They are contenders. Uh, let's go to the Suns. Aiden hates it. Um, <laughs> what you do there? Jake, Jake Crowder's gone. and uh, But they still have Chris Paul. They still have Devin Booker. They still have, you know, Mikel Bridges. Like, this is Cam Johnson. Like, still a very good team. Monty's still a good coach. I There's so much weirdness with that team over the last, like, eight months. I think there's a chance they're dead. I think there's a I chance they're dead. I don't think dead. dead. Like, I still think they'll be really good in the regular season. But I do, like, they're the team that I, I actually struggle with maybe even as much as Denver in trying to figure out, are they actually contenders still? They could. Ha- they have like jazz vibes. Oh no, that's <laughs> no. That's they messed have, up. I, that's I don't think it's as bad as that. Oh, I don't think it's as bad as no, that. No, I'm not going to allow that. No. Jazz I have it on good authority that Chris Paul and Devin Booker comparison. have lunch together every day. <laughs> Here, here's the jazz comparison. They were a regular season superstars, monster. Like yeah. that team last year was an absolute machine. They were so much fun to watch. They did everything right. They played such great basketball. And then they ran into reality. (laughs) And that reality was extremely harsh. And to come back from that, you have to really, really believe in each other. And I don't know if they do. And I think that after that, it's it's just going to be tough to regroup. Like, that was a not just a bad loss. That... Well, that okay, but what about the like the, the, the one of the worst elimination games anyone they, they got has hit ever with COVID seen for Game Seven? Yeah. Like, there's reports they got hit with COVID from the Athletic. Like, wouldn't that explain like, it? I mean, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> not not that bad. And then then you've got then you've got Crowder who wants out, and you've got Aiton who hadn't didn't talk to the coach all summer. Yeah, after a, a weird thing in the playoffs, I just think that there's a lot that the Suns have to deal with now that they never did before. Like, it was smooth sailing. It was smooth sailing from the time they were in the bubble and went 8-0 to last the end of last year when they were just really, really overmatched. Trey, do you and, think it's fair Do you think it's and, fair to say the, ja- they had, the Suns have jazz vibes? Uh, jazz from previously jazz, not this jazz, <laughs> not this, not highlighter jazz. Talk about, uh, talk about like Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell jazz. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that they took a step back, especially letting Crowder leave. You know what I mean? Like wherever he ends up, he might end up in, um, Atlanta, Miami. Go? Like he, might, yeah, like, I can, yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can see Atlanta for sure, but yeah. At the end of the day, like Mo, the Suns need to go get Mo Harkless, um, to fit there, and yeah, they're just that you know they they got a big issue in, on on hand with Aiden not happy, um, 
And yeah, I, I don't I don't think they took they they got worse. Yeah, the the Aiden thing is the one that rubs me the the wrong way. Like that's something where the fact that that's still not or doesn't appear to be resolved as of media day, like that's that seems troubling. But it, with the Clippers, I, I will say this. But like my bigger concern too with the Suns that we didn't mention is just how thin they are. Right, like their their backup point guard situation. Like Cameron Payne was not good last year. I think they they got to be really concerned about that with CP getting older. Like they they yeah, had all season to run a lot of that stuff. But I mean, again, like you're still thin after their after their top five, their starting five. Like, look at their bench. Like, not, that's, a, not a Landry Shamit guy. N- n- oh God, no. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was off of him when the Clippers tried to make him a point guard. I'm like, the dude's not a ball handler. Um, but I think ultimately they got to figure out how they're going to be able to save Chris Paul minutes and 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 keep him maintained throughout the season. I think I'm not. They're not on the jazz level vibes. That's, I think, a little bit crazy, Jay. Um, but they got to figure out how they're to recruit. The, can- the top candidate for jazz vibes. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Clippers. Clippers, um, maybe they have the best chance of of dethroning the Warriors. Well, maybe Draymond does. But, you know, in terms of teams, outside of that, um, with with the Clippers, look, Clippers fans, you're going to have to get used to this caveat because it, it applies if they're healthy. Right. Everything starts with if they're healthy. But I've been I've said this on the radio and stuff like I don't even need Paul George to be healthy. I just need Kawhi to be there for 60 games of regular season and all the playoffs. And I think like I think that's one of the deepest teams in the league. I'm not worried about their lack of size after Zubats, like because when they play small, they're still pretty big and strong. Like maybe I'm just too much of a believer in Kawhi, but I think Kawhi can make anybody a contender. Uh, This is where I think Jakob Bertel ends up. Backup big for uh, Zoo and them, but yeah, but I think ultimately, like I mean, this team's so deep, I just forget sometimes they have other guys on the bench. Like every, all of a sudden, Norman Powell will show up, and I'll be like, "Oh crap, I forgot you got Powell." Um, they're they're just a deep team. I'm I'm with you. I think it's a crappy answer for me, Zach, but I agree with you. I think they're contenders. All right, then let's move on to the Warriors. Do the Warriors get unseated? I know, like, and we can do that all in the context of like, can Denver do it? Can the Clippers do it? Can the Suns do it? But are the Warriors still the standard in the in the West all season, even after this Draymond Jordan Poole thing? It's all on Draymond. It is right. It's all on Draymond. Draymond makes or breaks this. I mean, I personally got them still in the mix to go far to the finals. Still one of my favorites, uh, Western Conference Finals matchups with the Clippers. But it's on Draymond. Which Draymond are you going to get? Cool, he's going to show up and play in his last preseason game. He's going to get his ring. But I think he's already made up his mind. He's out. So at the end of the day, he's just going to be playing like, damn, I do, damn, I don't. Yeah. You guys think the Warriors end up coming out of the West? I think I, they have a great chance. But That's not what I asked. I, I, I don't. I think they're going to run into too many. West is just too deep. I'll take the field. Like, there's just too many teams out no, there. No, you don't really get the field. You have to pick a. You have to pick someone who comes out. All right, then I'll take the Clippers. Okay. Jay? Uh, I, I'm taking the Warriors. I just believe in the fabric of the guys that they have uh, more than I believe in any other team in the West. Like, Steph knows how to do it. Draymond knows how to do it. Clay knows how to do it. And he has now you know half a season and playoffs of of getting back to speed physically so i i just think they are 
and the the Jordan Poole stuff is weird, and that's going to be t- very difficult to navigate. Um, but I just think if if anyone has a chance to do it well, it's it's that group, and I, 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 and Steph like Steph was just ridiculous in the finals, like just outrageous, so much better than everyone else in that series, and I just think put him in basically any series and he's the best player on the court and he's unstoppable and that matters a lot i think we're i think the losses though of gary payton the second and otto porter are are are, are key yeah, yeah those, are those guys were really helpful so it's really do the young kids step up moses moody jason uh, uh jonathan kaminga and uh uh wiseman like if those guys step up then it's different but like i don't think but you don't need all you really just, just need one of them to step up one of them but like it's still a thing one right? of them's like, good yeah yeah, you know, you just need one of them to be good. If and, if more than one's good, then good lord. Like, but I mean, like, I I feel and, like they did and lose Vicenzo some stuff. too, for sure. Yep, we were all thinking he it. Could, um, Trey, who do you got coming out of the West? Uh, I want to go Warriors. Yeah, I, I, I just yeah. don't. I, I mean, I mean, because here's the thing: everybody's picking the Clippers, but there's a big what if on Kawhi's health. Now I'm not saying huge would that Kawhi is not going to be healthy. I want him to be healthy. Same. Yeah. And if I'm proven wrong, great. I'm not mad at it. But I'm still going to go with the chem- the team that has chemistry, good or bad. You don't have to like each other to win ball games, and I still think Draymond can make this work. Yeah, I think you're going to have to get the best effort from him, and which means like he's defensive player of the year candidate, like. He's playing a bunch. I, I I think you get the best version of him, especially with the contract coming up. Um, I'll also go to the Warriors because, and this is going to be a dumb reason, but that whole conversation between KG and Sam Cassell, and he said he's not chasing records, he's chasing rings. Sam Cassell said that, and I got the, I got the chills when he said that. I was like, yeah, Steph is chasing rings. That was enough for me to, to convince me to pick the Warriors <laughs> that's again. That's all it took. Yeah, that's all it took, that's man. Just a little Cassell's wisdom quote. from Sam Cassell. Uh, that's going to do it for the Western Conference preview. Make sure you check out the Eastern Conference preview right here on the same feed. Are you on doing the, the dance right NBA now? NBA show podcast. I'm always doing the dance when we're podcasting. For Trey, for Mo, for Jay, I'm Zach. Keep it locked in on The Athletic.